hello and welcome to the Feedback Force podcast, the game design analysis podcast of the End Defender community. I'm Kelso, still. I'm, <laughs> again, I'm Kyla also. And I'm Carl. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Or am uh, I? Yeah. And we are, we are back on our bullshit, people. Absolutely. Um, after, after a brief break of just talking about all not all but most of the games i think we i think we at least had like one thing to say about almost every game that we've played in the past yeah i feel like we talked about half of them we played a lot of games and so yeah, many of them we often forget exists that's probably yeah that's probably more accurate and then there are a whole bunch of games that were just pretty unremarkable so we didn't have anything yeah, or, or even games that we like enjoyed and then just had nothing more to say about yeah like pan 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 yeah. was fine. Like Pan Pan or like today's game, I think we all kind of feel that way about. It sounded yeah. like before we got into the recording. But we'll get into that. What y'all yeah. been up to? Oh, man. So I got some new games because uh, the Seam Summer Sales are on. Um, and one of them was Subnautica, which uh, I started Ooh. streaming last night. Oh, uh, dang. It's I've it's on my vods. You can check it out if you want. I might stream more. I don't know today or tomorrow. Um, but it's uh it's much like why is it so unnerving? Like they they it's it should be like a pleasant nice ocean time, but they just play this really like uh nerve wracking music constantly that makes me like on edge. How how far did you get? Have you come across like any of the really big scary scary? No, scenes? I know that there are some big scaries. Um, yeah, I may I have. Mean, you I may have had some bad right luck. Yeah, you had some bad luck and ran into a reaper Goliath. Oh yeah. no! Oh no! Yeah, so I, I was killed by something right at the end that I didn't get to see very clearly. Um, also, um, I may have run into a bug where some normal thing that's not supposed to really bother you that much, like, just chased me, like, across the fucking ocean. Weird. Um, so I, there, are these, there are these little, like, Garyall-looking things called stalkers um, that I guess are, you know, like, they're just fairly close to the initial spawn point. Um, and when you, like... They were, I, you know, I was exploring and they kept chasing me. They kept like running out. There's like yeah. four or five of them in a little swarm and they kept like trying to attack me and I kept running away and they kept following me. And uh, according to some people who've apparently played this before, that's not normal behavior for stalkers. Yeah. They're yeah, supposed to not chase you outside of their territory. Yeah, that's not normal stalker behavior for sure. I mean, I assumed their names are stalkers. Uh, I assumed they were like the zombie pigmen where like you accidentally from Minecraft where you accidentally hit them once and then forever all of them hate you. Yeah, uh, no, they they just kind of like will chase you out of their little uh, kelp, kelp zones for the most part. Yeah. Did you have a knife? I did have a knife. Like, uh, out? Yes. Because like, they like metal. Oh, interesting. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, that is true. I don't I don't know if that's ever like affected 
if like if they'll just chase you if you're holding a knife i've never encountered that but then again i don't know if i mean i was you know i, I had my knife out because i was like collecting resources and going around yeah. like you know being cautious um but yeah so that was not a best first impression um i'll probably stream at least once or twice more to give it more of a chance to like i was hoping it would be mostly a game about like crafting and building things with a little bit of scary ocean stuff. And so far it seems mostly a game about scary ocean stuff with a little bit of crafting and a lot of having to go back and forth and like manage your hunger and stuff and your inventory size. Um, so we'll see how long I keep it up. Yeah. Um, but also um, speaking of new games, uh, there was some kingdom hearts stuff announced slash released. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> There's there's going to be a rhythm game which is hilarious uh, because it's it's absolutely going to be plot central um, because Kingdom Hearts doesn't release games that don't have central plot elements. Yeah. Um, and if it's anything like recoded, it's going to have like some interesting new world building setup at the very beginning, and then like 15 hours at least of like pretty like interesting but irrelevant gameplay and then like 40 minutes of really vital plot relevant stuff at the very end so, sounds about right <laughs> yeah, i don't mind because i you know i don't mind rhythm games i i enjoy rhythm games but it's kind of hilarious to me yeah that they're doing that i just keep thinking about the like final fantasy one what's it called with stupid name like oh, the algorithm the rhythm yeah yeah. I forget about Fiat Rhythm. Jeez, I never played it. Um, I'm not that, that big into Final Fantasy, but I forget that that even existed. Fiat Rhythm. Fiat Rhythm Final Fantasy video game. Oh, look at the little chibis. I know, they're very cute. <laughs> um, I like the chibi monsters. How cute. <laughs> look at that little one-winged angel there. Um... <laughs> this tiny clown Kefka. That's amazing. Um, yeah, they also released uh, like Union Cross Dark Road on mobile, which I downloaded for my phone. Um, which so this is pretty hilarious. Uh, so it's like a card battle game type thing, but it's not. It's not like a you know you you build a deck and think carefully about what hand you're gonna do. It's like you draw cards in rapid succession and you have to match three cards of the same color as quickly as possible to do combos. So it's, it's actually like a sort of fast paced action and it's fine. It's like a compelling, like five minute mechanic where you like pick it up for a, a couple moments and then put it back down and then do it again later. Um, but it's got an endless mode where you just keep fighting enemies uh, as, you know, as long as you can until you die. Uh, I guess, I, I don't know if I broke it or if it's just poorly designed, but I basically got into like an infinite loop with that on the first level where like I, there's no way I would ever die. Um, so I could just infinitely play it for as long as I need. Um, and it turns out the game has an auto mode where you can set it to just play itself. So I just have it on in the other room, like grinding <laughs> XP for me. Huh. And yesterday I left it on for like literally hours and it just kept going, kept earning me battle points. So it's like, all right. 
You you go play yourself over there, game. I have stuff to do. Big cheese strategies over here. Yep. <laughs> Must be hard. Hard fan. <laughs> it's you know, at this point, I'm more amused than angry. You kind of there's a certain sort of bullshit that you come to expect. Um, I feel like. I feel like it's like Metal Gear, like the Metal Gear series. Like, you know when you get a Metal Gear game, there's a certain type of bullshit that you come to expect and even embrace in the in the series. And if you really like the series, that's like what you're looking for from it. So this kind of weird, like, it's it's on all platforms and there's like a little bit of story in each one is like, that's just what you get as a Kingdom Hearts fan. I feel like it's probably worse for Kingdom Hearts than it is for Metal Gear, but <laughs> it's it's different. I think it's different problems, but yeah. you know, long hashtag long running linear franchise problems. Basically, uh, yeah, I haven't done uh, anything. Have I done any? What have I done in the last? I I, I struggle to remember a single thing that I've done. So that's. That's where I'm at still. Oh, I al- two weeks. <laughs> I also did finally get the last two uh, achievements in Mini Metro. Oh, nice. They were, they were a hell of a thing to get. I, I had to look up a strategy and I found that, like there's a real cheapo kind of strategy you can do centered around like creating and then like almost instantly d- deleting lines to like relieve certain stations. Um, but I did it. Even in Cairo, I got that last achievement. So. Nice. Until they introduce new levels with new achievements. Well, you had it for a while, and that's what matters. Yep. I had at some point 100%ed it. Yeah. Yeah, I've been trying to learn, like, node-based Shader scripting languages. Oh boy. Nice. Like, How's that coming along? I despise it. <laughs> but it seems like it's the future. Like, yeah. You might as well get used to it. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I mean, with normal code, you can like read it from top to bottom. Easy. This does this, this does this, this does this. Like, with nobody, you get, like, a mess of things. Yeah. I believe in you. I you mean, finish, you know, finish the candies. You can do this, too. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's a big event. Carl finally finished all of his sour candy. Yeah. You're Was free. it worth it? Would you do it again? I mean... I don't know. They were kind of tasty. <laughs> You have to wait for the pain and suffering to fade from your memory. Yeah. So you can go... History repeats itself. I like this candy. I can just get a huge thing of this candy. I didn't think that would become a problem when I bought it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, it was my... I've been celebrating my birthday. Oh! Hey, happy birthday! What the heck? 
good job. You you made it another Thanks. year. <laughs> yeah, good job is like not the right thing to say. I um, worked hard on it. Yeah. <laughs> worked hard on surviving this long. I mean, Look, yeah. kind of you did. Well, congratulations. Happy happy birthums. I'm catching up to you guys. Yep. <laughs> Pretty soon you're going to be all caught up to us. I think that's how that works. Yeah. Kentucky Route Zero leads me to believe that if I disappear into the ether on some kind of vision quest, then I stop aging. So. Probably. Yeah. Uh, Are we just trying to put off talking about Minute? (laughs) I think we might be. Yeah. We played Minute. I should look up... uh, a summary of minute um yeah walkthrough so that i can so that we can talk about it in order um yeah minute is a game played in one minute increments um where your goal is to destroy a sword um but you can only go places one minute at a time, and then you have to, then the, the sword is cursed, so then you die, you have to restart. I guess you don't actually restart, because time moves. Time moves More forward, like and like, well, you sort respawn. of. Yeah, the, um, yeah, you respawn. The, uh, you get to keep things that you've collected. Some people, I was going to say, like, the people don't seem to um progress but they do they just have like pretty repetitive dialogue um yeah so i guess let's talk about the areas uh you start in it weirdly reminded me a lot of link's awakening in terms of the like the map and the regions and i don't fully understand why that is I don't know if I played Link's Awakening. It might be because you get the sword on a beach. Um, and you have be to go because you get the sword, sword on a beach. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that one's like Link's Awakening. Yep. Okay, I know which one that is now. I forget which one's... Yeah, it's the Game Boy one that got that recent uh, re-release in... in like, the place... <laughs> yeah, so it, it is Zelda-like in that... Like, as you collect certain things, they allow you to progress further and do other things. Um, And so it's about exploring and, um, you know, like trying to get the thing you need before your minute runs out and you restart at your house. But you can, if you find other houses, you can change which house you restart at. So that helps you get around the area a little bit more. And a lot of the game is like finding shortcuts that take you from... A to B faster, um, and like opening them up with new new things and, and so on. Um, yeah. So you, yeah. to start with, you get you find a sword on a beach, and the the loops actually don't start until you pick up the cursed sword, because the cursed sword is what's creating these little minute loops. Um, with the sword, you can like cut down bushes. which lets you do things like defeating the five crabs that are bothering the innkeeper, so he'll give you coffee, which makes you run faster. No, the coffee lets you push boxes. 
Oh, you're right. Yeah. Sorry. The shoes let you run faster. The coffee, yeah, the coffee lets you push boxes around. So you I mean, can it get... still doesn't make sense. But... <laughs> yeah, exactly. It would make more sense if it let you run faster. Um, would it? Yeah, when you're caffeinated. Can you run faster with... You're, yeah. You have higher energy, right? You're, you're higher energy, so you're jittery, so you... I don't know. It would make more sense than pushing boxes, I feel like. I feel like if coffee was going to give you any boost, it would be to speed and not strength. But Yeah. But hey, we didn't make the game. Who, who are we it's to fine. decide? <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it is a very, like, a very gamey game. In yeah. That sense. Yeah, it's a very video gamey sort of like there are arbitrary tasks that give you kind of arbitrary rewards, and you know you're going in the right direction when you can do a thing that you couldn't do before. Uh, there's a you go to the desert and you can find an oasis where there's a ghost that you defeat to get a glove that lets you sort throw swords, so you can throw the sword and have a ranged attack. Um, I have a big question about this ghost. Yes. Can you take a picture of that oasis? I don't know. I yeah. did. I don't think I had the camera the first time I got to uh, the No, because you get it after you defeat the ghost. But I couldn't find the oasis after that. Oh, interesting. Oh. And there, Does... there's a guy that like swears the oasis is like a lie. Yeah. I, I never tried to go back to it, um, so I guess I don't know. Yeah, Maybe it never... disappears as soon as you defeat the ghost. Hmm. Yeah, that never occurred to me to try that again. Interesting. Hmm. Um, other things you can do, there's a, uh, there's like a little, this little there's... guy lost in the desert, and you can like, Bring him water with a watering can, um, and then what's the? You have to like find and help him like four or five times. What all does he have you do? You give him the water, and then I think you go, you go because... through like some quicksand, and you talk to him, and then you go into his little cave house, and he gives you, uh, what does he give you? Gives you the power to cut down trees. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. He gives you like a, a like gardener's glove that lets you use your sword to right. chop down trees. The gardener's glove, that's what it was. I for, I was trying to remember like what the actual item was. Yeah, the gardener's glove. Before you do any of that also, you have to find a um flashlight so you can get through the snake cave. That's right. There's a um the you you get like a lighthouse key and you have to go up into the lighthouse and get a flashlight. Um, all of these are like, again, you have to do all of this in one minute or less because that's the amount of time you have. Yeah, so you can do like one step at a time. Like you can find the lighthouse key, okay, and then you die. And so you go to the lighthouse, you climb up the lighthouse, you get the flashlight, and then you die. And then you go to the snake cave and you go through the snake cave and then you run out of time and you die, so you have to go through the snake cave again. Yeah. Um, and then you find a house on the other side of the snake cave and you rush into it at the last second and then you die, but then you respawn in that house, so it's okay. Yes. yes. It's like a little desert trailer. Yeah, that's really how it how it feels. It's like, oh shit, I gotta get to the next thing. 
you yeah, die at least a lot in this case. Yeah, you die a lot. Um, sometimes you die from the time running out. Sometimes you die intentionally because, well, I'm not going to have enough time to complete the next objective before I die, so I'll just end, end this like current set of 60 seconds now. And sometimes you accidentally push the die button when you mean to push the interact button. Um, <laughs> because they're right goddamn next to each other on the keyboard. Yes. And it doesn't help. So I play this on a controller, and it doesn't help that I've, I'm using like my Xbox controller, which is... Um, I also have been... Uh, I, I recently got a bug up my ass where it's like, God, I really want to play Chibi Robo again. So I've been playing that just like emulated on my computer. But I have I have it mapped to the GameCube Nintendo controller mapping, which is A and B are swapped. So mm. I have like that in my muscle memory. Oh no. Oh no. Which is which definitely did not help me with uh accidental self self deaths. Yeah, I died a lot accidentally by hitting, because it's X and C on the keyboard, um, which are not, like, two keys that I use very often. Yeah, I also don't think Mini gives you, like, the controller button, like, input, when it tells you to press a button. Because, like, it said, like, press the X button. Yeah, it if you like I cuz I I plugged in my controller or I turned on my controller and there wasn't a prompt for it but then I pushed a button and it it switched over to keyboard or to controller prompt. Oh, it did. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it's just like the first one. Yeah. Um <clears throat> Yeah, so there's also a bunch of collectibles that you can pick up throughout the game. So you can like collect hearts to get more health. Um, so you die to enemies less frequently. Um, there's uh, coins that can be. It's like the first few coin. The first seven can be uh, traded for the running shoes, which let you go faster. And then the last, like nineteen or however many there are, um, are traded for another heart. I think. Yeah. <clears throat> And there's an achievement for collecting all of them, but we played it on the itch.io bundle, so we don't get achievements. Yeah, there's um, also but they um, still track it. Yeah, they still track it. There's also tentacles that you can hit for an achievement. Yes, there's a yeah, there's an octopus that's missing all of its tentacles, and if you find and return them by hitting them wherever you yeah. find them, uh, then you didn't get it. And I found seven of those on my own, and only had to look up one of them. Which I probably would have found had I been more patient. Um, I don't. I don't think I found all of them. I think I didn't care enough to find all of them. Oh, but the poor octopus. I think. I think he reminded me of Onion Sen from Undertale, oh. which is what made me want to get all his tentacles. Yeah, that is true. Onion Sen is a uh, nice, a good boy. <laughs> yes. Um. So let's All right, so you get to the this. desert. Um, you there's like a little te- hidden temple in the desert um, with like a bunch of different areas, which includes the octopus, um, uh, a like maze where you have to not get hit because you have to travel through it with the watering can and not the sword. So you have to just like avoid a bunch of enemies. Um, then there's the room of deaths, which I did not figure out until I looked it up. Uh, yeah, after 
after the fact. So there's a room, the room at the top, what you have to do, because there's a door with a skull on it. So what you have to do is you have to get there and die by natural timing, not not by insta-death, which I feel like is annoying. Um, well, you can die by insta-death. It doesn't count. I tried doing it, and it didn't. I did it. Interesting. It didn't work for me when I did it that way. Um I'm not sure why, but you have to you have to get there and die after having spawned from each of the four houses in the game. Um, so like spawn at house one, get there and die, spawn at house two, get there and die, and so on. And if you've done it from all four places, then the gate at the top opens up. Um, and then, oh, there's a maze at the bottom that is like really, it's not like a maze, it's just a sort of twisting path, uh, and you can only run through it in the the time limit if you have the running shoes um because it's too long to get through otherwise and there's a there's either a coin or a heart at the end of that one yeah it's one or the other it's always one or the other <laughs> yeah i mean there's, yeah. there's not that many like vital elements uh in this game so most of the stuff for like you know fun you can do this but you don't have to things are either coins or hearts yeah. so and then uh, the yeah, or achievements like giving um, your dog a bone. Well, he does give you he does give you like a coin or a heart if you do that. Oh yeah, he gives you a heart. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, I am actually looking at the walkthrough now. So then you go through uh, to the oasis. You find and defeat the oasis ghost. So you can get a thing that lets you um, throw your sword. Um, uh, you talk to, you can go to the uh, the sign maker, and if you've saved the, the person in the desert by giving them water, then the sign maker will give you the gardening glove, or the, the other person will give you the gardening glove, which lets you um, chop down trees. Oh, that's right. Once you can chop down trees, you then need to chop down the boatwood tree uh, and bring him wood for his boat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's annoying, because that was, like, the last thing I did. <laughs> oh, going to the Southern Island place? Yeah. And the Southern Island place unlocked the teleport between houses. Yeah, that was... I did get that pretty early, so... But I can imagine if you get that late, that must be frustrating. Well, to be fair, it's not that long, but... I mean, yeah, it's literally less than a minute to get from one house to another, so that's the thing about this game, is any of it is less than a minute. Um, yeah, so you go to a little island in the south um, where you can, like, um, it's just like a little beach bungalow with a, uh, there's like three machines that you can turn on that are like generators, and they all have different, like, little puzzles. Uh, and then it opens up a basement, and then there's a teleporter in the basement, and, like, every house in the game pretty much has, n not every one, but, um, the desert one, instead of being in the houses in the sneaker shop, but there's a lot of places that have teleporters that gets you to different parts of the map quickly, which is nice. There's also technically a fifth house. Is there? Oh, the boss room? In... It's... Is that... No, I no. meant, like, there's a house, I don't remember where, but, like, it's next to the pipe maze. 
like a maze of pipes where you have to navigate using only like the light. Did I do that? I might not have done that. I don't know if I remember that. Hmm. Interesting. I don't remember where it is though. Is it the one is it the one where there's like it's like in the um Oh, maybe it's in the desert, in the desert dungeon. If you like go to the octopus and then swim north. Maybe I thought if north of the octopus is just like one of the octopus's tentacles. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Is it is it um I know there was like a, a like a sewer that I went in at one point where there's like a rat that runs into a pipe, like no. like see it? Is it different than that? It's different than that, but like uh, it's in the teleporter maze room. Okay, I do remember. Where there's the like a bunch of teleporters. I do remember the teleporters. I don't remember the pipe maze. Because like huh. you, you can leave the teleporter room to the south at one point. And... Yes, and that's how you get uh, the. That's the last tentacle. The one I had to look up was leaving to the south. So maybe I did this and just don't remember. Maybe. maybe. I played this game really fast and like a week ago now. So that's the problem with playing a game in one sitting. Is it's harder for it to stick long term in your memory than when you play it like every day for a few weeks. The, the uh, entire game is only like a couple hours for what it's yeah. worth. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah well, it's, a, it's a good one sitting game. Yeah, I, I agree. It's definitely, and I know there's a, I kind of want to look up um, the speed run because I remember that it, I saw a speed run of it at one of the GDQs, but I didn't know the game very well. So I didn't like have any perception of like how much shorter it is than the actual run. Um, so, or then like a normal playthrough. So I'll be curious to see like what the actual speedrun strats are per minute. Seems like an eminently speedrunnable game. Yeah. Um, okay, so next is the hotel. Um, so you, now that you can throw swords, you can like get across a bridge that like has some enemies on the far side that you have to kill. Um, and you, I just found out, apparently there's an achievement from not killing any snakes in the whole playthrough. Um, so yeah, so you go up to, you go up to the north and there's a hotel where all the guests have gone missing and you have to go and locate a bunch of the guests in various places. And again, it's very video gamey. They're like hiding in trees and, you know, like one of them is just in a random group of enemies that like, if you defeat the enemies, he's like, oh, I was hanging out with the wrong crowd. I'll go back to the hotel now. I like the one that was just in a box, and you had to push the box, and he played warm or cold with you. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. no, he was... He, he, was he had lost his credit card. Yeah. And he was like, you had to push him on top of the box. That was a cute one. Um, yeah, so you find all of the folks at the hotel... Um, oh, that there's also the um, there's the ghost house at that point um, yeah. where there's like a there's a house that's got like infinite floors and if you stop on the correct floor you like spawn a bunch of ghosts 
and the ghosts like are in various places throughout the game and they give you hints. And you can tell that it's the correct floor by the game telling you it's the correct floor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, the ghost says, hey, this is the right floor. You go, oh, okay, and then you leave. And then, uh, yeah, then you can see ghosts. And the ghosts, some of the ghost hints are useful. Some of them are a little too abstract. Like the one for the death room, I felt like really didn't help me understand what I was supposed to do. Something about like the beginning and the end. Um, yeah, it's not it's not the best hint. Uh, but but some yeah. of the ghosts are, you know, ghosts are friends. Um, let's see. So you find once you've found enough of the guests, um, then the the hotel owner will unlock the pool uh, on the roof, and then you can get the flippers, and then you can swim. Um, and swimming is pretty useful. If you try and leave the little island that you're on, uh, you will get chased by a shark and killed. Yeah. Which is pretty great. Uh, I thought that was a, a cute touch. I didn't think it was great. Um, then you have to get into uh, the factory where the swords are made, the cursed swords are made. And oh, there's two ways the whole... to do for the whole game, there's like a guy telling you to go to the factory. Yeah, it's like, oh no, you got, you have a sword, you picked up the sword, like that's a bad idea. Like you should come to the factory quickly. And like, oh, you're not at the factory yet. Like this is worse than we thought. You need to come to the factory. Um, yeah, so you can get into the factory two ways. Um, one is by being press. Uh, which you get, I guess in older versions of the game, you had to find a press pass, but now there's a camera that you can get instead. It looked um, like the, the press pass and the camera were in the same place, and the yeah, press pass I, just got replaced by the camera, yeah. Yeah, I think that's true. And I think the, the, press, the, the building that you get the camera in used to be like a burned-out husk of a building, it looked like. And huh. now it's like actually like a guy's house with uh, who gives you the camera and like tells you about taking pictures. Interesting. Um, but yeah, so you can be press, or there's like a back way in through the desert, um, or I think it's through the desert. Yeah, it's yeah. like through. It's like some some series of things with you like enter through the garage basically. And if you come up behind the guy who's guarding it, he's like, "Oh, I guess you're an employee or something." Um, and then you can get in that way. Um, yeah, and so in the sword factory, you find the uh, the machine that's making swords, and there's a guy who's evilly making these cursed swords because question mark because question mark yeah because it's a video game and you need uh, an objective, I guess. Yeah, I mean, he he seems to think it will give him some kind of power to do this, to, to make this, like, minute-long time loop. But it's very unclear what that power actually is, because presumably he is also stuck in the minute-long time loop. Also, like, where do all these swords go? Yeah. It's a big pile of swords at the end, I think. Um, or they're being mailed out to people, I don't know. Um, the point is, there's a bunch of cursed swords being made, and you gotta stop the sword factory um, by first, like, dunking your sword into the gears, which 
and then putting water, getting it stuck, and then putting water on it, which somehow turns it into the Mega Sword. Before you do that, though, you have to um, shut down each, like, section of the um, factory. Yes, that's true. Yeah, there's, like, like three different conveyor belt-type areas, and you have to stop them all from running. Yeah, so one of them... The... Sorry, go on. I would say one of them you just have to, like, push a bunch of buttons, and another one you have to... Uh push boxes into like the mechanism so that the, the gears get jammed up, I guess. I was stuck in the boxes room for so long. That one's tough to do in time. You like you really have to like have your movements very precise. Yeah. Like I understood what the goal was. It was pretty clear, like push bo- boxes into the thing. Mm-hmm. But like I couldn't get the third box. And you don't really have any time to think about it. Yeah. You oh, have yeah, to, that's you the have one, to, the one you have to, like, push it up and around instead of... Yeah. You have to go, like, a different path. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it, like, it. they really don't give you a lot of leeway, because just getting to that room takes, like, a, like, 20 seconds or something. So you don't have a ton of time when you get there uh to like to move all the boxes and you got to move them pretty precisely and then you just make it as the time runs out yeah uh there's another like um like hidden thing in that room where there's like a special extra hard box um down in a little area at the bottom and if you push the three boxes to make a bridge you can push that box back across and then if you throw the extra hard box into the gears um, you get a grinding mechanism out of it, uh, and that, like, lets you break boxes instead of just pushing them. Huh. Interesting. I didn't do that. Yeah, you need to get one of the coins, which I found while looking things up. Ah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, so then you go and fight the the factory boss, and, uh, he's sword-themed. You get to a room full of swords, where swords throw swords at you. It's uh, it's a lot of swords. You can clearly tell this is the same person that made Nuclear Throne. Is it? Yeah. Is this a? But this isn't. Is this a? This isn't a Blambeer game. No. Just one of but the it's, people from. John Nima. Like. Oh. Okay. Yeah. One of the. Non Rami part of Blambeer. Cool. I did not know that, but uh, yeah, I can see that. Also, you can tell by the menus. (laughs) That's fair. Um, Yeah, I can see that, again, now that you say it. Um, Yeah, it is a weird, like, little mini bullet hell segment at the end there. Um, But luckily, like, if you die or time runs out, they restart you at the beginning of the boss phase. So you don't have to, like, beat the boss in in a single one-minute go, because that would be really tough. And even, like, you don't even have to beat each section in one minute. Mm-hmm. If oh, you yeah, yeah. break a sword, like, it stays broken. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's, like, three phases, and then you defeat the boss, and then you take the cursed sword, and you flush it down the toilet. The end. Yep. It's... I mean, this game really gave me an appreciation for, like, how long a minute is. I feel like it's longer than I would have thought. (laughs) Yeah, it really is. It's like, 
don't know. This is one of those things that I find myself thinking about a lot, is, like, uh, how your own perception of time can't be trusted. It's just most mostly with reference to, like, how how long a week can feel versus how short a week can feel. But it's the same mm-hmm. thing with any increment of time, really, how long a minute can feel versus how short a minute can feel. Yeah, I I had a like a sort of opportunity to study this a little bit in um, back back in the days when we used to leave our homes to go to work. Um, yeah. And I had a bus commute. Uh, I would like sleep on the bus in the morning on the way to work. And as we got closer to my stop, I would like be waking up every few minutes. I would basically like be closing my eyes and kind of dozing. Like, not really sleeping, but just entering the, like, first phase of sleep. And I would feel like I was sleeping for, like, half an hour. And then I'd open my eyes and we would have gone, like, one stop, which was, like, three minutes. And but every time you wake up out of panic because you think you missed your stop. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where I'm like, oh, God, I've been asleep for a while. Am I, like, at my stop yet? It's like, nope, it's been, like, two minutes. It's like, oh, Okay. So this yeah. sort of was a was a similar thing where like it's like wow when you're when you're individually paying attention to the seconds as they're ticking by it a minute really feels a lot longer. I'm and sure it also sometimes you get with a task and it's like oh shoot it's already at a minute. Yeah. Also, I have little time like a screen of content actually is in terms of gameplay mm-hmm. yeah yeah makes you appreciate how hard it is to design a game that uh that takes any amount of time really like this... here's a room great now this is four seconds gameplay yep yeah look the trick is to fill your room with arbitrarily obtuse puzzles so that people uh, get stuck in the room for much longer than four seconds trying to solve your terrible puzzle. Ah, the ninth adventure game. Yeah. (laughs) My my mind went straight to Baba is You, but yes. That too. I think think that trick takes many, many forms. There's a lot of incarnations of uh obtuse padding puzzles yeah but you know i i would rather a game like minute which is like constant rapid fire like doing things but ultimately ends up being like you know over and done with pretty quickly to something like um where the water tastes like wine where it's like there's content but it's filled in between by a lot of like doing nothing for extended periods of time while you walk to where the content is. While you try to keep whistling so that you can walk just a tiny bit faster. Yeah. yeah. So it's sort of a trade-off. I mean, you know, there's there's a space for, like, thoughtful, like, time, time-taking games as well, but... This is definitely not it. No. <laughs> it's It's... Designed to be rapid fire. Yes. Like, from even from the premise, it's designed to be a rapid fire. Like, here's a minute, go. 
And, and so, they pack in a lot of things that you can get done in a minute. That's true. Um, so there's another game that I'd heard about long before. When did this game out? So when did Minute come out? Minute came out um, in... The Half Minute 18. Hero? So in 2009, there was Half Minute Hero, which presumably is 30 second loops. Um, I know very little about Half Minute Hero other than it was recommended to me like a long time ago. And I thought, oh, that sounds like a cute idea. Um, Half Minute Hero plays six different game modes. Um, Hero 30 mode is similar to an RPG. The player is tasked by the Time Goddess to become powerful enough in 30 seconds to find and defeat an enemy boss that is seeking to cast a spell of destruction that will end the world in 30 seconds. To do so, you explore an overworld, encountering random monsters and battles that take place automatically based on the hero's current equipment. Um, the hero can enter towns where Time Goddess will pause time, allowing you to shop for equipment and health items, talk to residents, find allies. Um, there are 30 missions in this mode which are completed in succession. Okay, so not like you have to complete each one in 30 in one second, but I assume you have to complete each one in 30 seconds. Yeah, I've seen some gameplay of this, and it look, it's way more stressful, I think. Yeah, it, sounds, it's, it says, so the hero mode is like an RPG, evil lord mode is an uh, RTS, uh, and princess mode is a shoot 'em up. And night mode also, is an action game. They named their PC release Half Minute Hero Super Mega Neo Climax Ultimate Boy. <laughs> wow. They do. I mean, I, that probably says a lot, I assume, about the, um, about the sort of, you know, what they expect you, how they expect you to, to treat the game in terms of... Um, being kind of tongue in cheek, which to be fair, half minute or a uh, minute is is that way as well. It's like this is just a distillation of like the most video gamey parts of the video game, <laughs> and yeah. it's fine. It it was a it was a fun couple hours. Yeah, it's like I said. It, I think we all came away from minute with positive feelings about it. And at the same time, not a whole lot to say. Yeah. And that happens sometimes. Yeah, it's very self-explanatory. Like, it's exactly what it says on the box. It's exactly what you would hope to get out of that kind of experience. And you play it, and it's a few hours, and it's good. Yeah. Um, if you And then if, there's also, like, a, the new game plus mode only gives you 40 seconds per loop. Oh, I didn't interesting. Do I, I did not. I did not try New Game Plus. Yeah. Um, I. But okay, and yeah, and there's like you know, there's enough hidden collectibles that uh, you can find that you know it, it gives you a reason to keep poking around the little world, and it feels good. I feel like to to start with an unknown space that you can explore like quickly enough to become like actively familiar with it right to like know its ins and outs in that way um this is one of the problems i've been having with um 
playing Subnautica actually, or with the with the bit of Subnautica that I played uh, on stream, is that the problem is in the ocean there are, it's hard to get good landmarks for like sense of direction because you know you can't see that far into the distance it's kind of foggy and from the surface where you can see the distance all of it looks the same yeah so it's you know it's it feels like there's a there's a big space and it's hard to know where anything is in relation to anything else but in minute, you're like immediately becoming familiar with how things are uh, connected to each other. And you get to a point where you're like, oh, like I must be on this, like, you know, I'm in this area. So that must mean like two screens to the left must be this other area. It's like, oh, I, I understand how this is all connected. And like, I feel like that kind of learning feels really good. Yeah. Um, it's so interesting it's also. Oh, it's interesting also like to see I have uh, open up in a tab here just a a full stitched together version of the, oh, the map the entire, it's it's the overworld so it doesn't have like some stuff but there's it's mostly the map let me just let me just do a little linky linky do there it is but yeah it's it's and you can see super clearly like oh there's all the shortcuts from here to here and there to there. It's it's just interesting to see it all stitched together. And then there's the infinite desert, which just scrolls infinitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, uh, so I like that part about it a lot. Um, it is a cute map, actually. Uh, and I like, uh, it's got a good collection element to it. Um, it's got a good little like action element uh, for certain parts. It's it's like a lot of the things that you like about games, I guess. You know, like a lot of what are fun about like Zelda style games, just like distilled right down. It's like when yeah. you take it's like when you take a sauce and you cook it until it's like real thick and tasty. <laughs> yeah, it's a really tight game. Like not a lot of like stuff that's not necessary. Yeah. Yeah, including justifications for why anything happens. Yeah. And not a, not a lot of room, obviously, in the game for like dumb goofs. But occasionally there are dumb goofs. I remember there in the cafe at the beginning. There's like one guy who uh, wants some music on the jukebox. So you put music on the jukebox and he's like, no, I mean real music. And you have to cycle through it like 10 times until until you find a song that he likes and he just starts dancing. And he said, yeah, that's that's exactly what I'm talking about. And you don't get anything out of it. I don't think but, I found that. Yeah, it's, it's just in the cafe where you get the coffee. Um, yeah, it does. It, oh, you do get it. Oh yeah, I guess you probably would. But other than that, it's just... It's just a little thing to do. Nice. A lot of little things to do. There's also oh, yeah. uh, I the... I think I remember where the pipe maze is. <laughs> I think it's in the sewers. Which you can enter next to the bar. Yes. If isn't that the... isn't that also where the rat is? Oh, is that where the rat is? I 
think that's where the rat is that like runs into a pipe when you enter the screen. Because there's like a tentacle and two coins down there. And there's like some bats, I think. There's like, I remember there's a gate that opens if you kill all the bats on the screen. Hmm. Um, Maybe it might be a different part of that underground, though. Um, yeah, there's a, uh, there's a pot there that, like, doesn't break the first time you hit it, and you have to hit it, like, three times. Oh, yeah, I, I definitely didn't do that. Huh. And there's a, uh, there's a little, so there's another kind of goof sort of thing is, I mean, like, the dialogue, for all that it's, like, has to be very short, um, is often, like, quite cutely written as well. Um, there's a there's a little man in the light uh, in the lighthouse in the corner um, who tells you like how to swim to a secret thing, uh, but he he talks very very slowly. So if you want to actually hear how to get to the thing, you have to run to him first thing at the beginning of the loop, and then start talking to him, and then sit there and wait the entire time while he slowly takes a minute to explain. Yeah, you got to look. I think that was probably like the first thing that I encountered after I uh, picked up the sword. And I, I ran back there like three times to get all of his dialogue, but it's like, you gotta, you gotta respect your elders. You gotta listen when they're talking to you. Yeah. I felt like I owed it to this man. <laughs> and you're thinking, come on, grandpa, I have places to be. I'm dying in 60 seconds here. Yeah. But then again, maybe so is he. It's true. It's true. Close to death. You know. Yeah. And he does he leads you to a coin, right? Is that yeah, there's a treasure chest with a with a yeah. coin in it, I think. And a tentacle. I don't remember, but you can swim. Oh yes, and a tentacle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And a ghost. Yeah, the ghost, I forget what hint that ghost has. Um, I have no idea. The ghosts were never helpful for me. I think there were one or two that were helpful for me. Um, but, yeah, most of them were not. Yeah, I think I did the ghost house after. I did as well, but then I ended up I going the back to the island. Right. So I was like, oh, hey, there's ghosts here. Huh. But by then, it didn't matter. Doesn't do, yeah doesn't do a whole lot for you. <laughs> it's also yeah, a very know, nice we... like kind of minimalist sprite, you know, sprite based uh, images here. The sort of thing that you could imagine like if you had to do a game yourself, that if you spent time on it, you could maybe do. But it uh, it does you know it fulfills its goal of being like readable not distracting and kind of vaguely evoking like the old Game Boy Legend of Zelda's. Like, it has some like real Undertale vibes. Yes. Yeah, Undertale did, I mean, Undertale wasn't purely one bit because they were colors, but uh, <laughs> yeah. did, did, did a lot with just black and white in a lot of yeah, places. Yeah, and, and with very like minimalist sprites. Mm-hmm. Also, your little hero character is just so stinky cute. Yeah, with his big mouth. With his, little, his little face. 
It's just a face and a sword. Is there is there anything that you get for swimming to that little explorer guy in the oil river? I don't know. Is there? Because I like I saw I him and I was like, and I was like, oh man, if I just had like one or two more hearts, I bet I could reach that guy. Um, and then I reached him, and he's like, you can't be here. This is my turf, and that was it. But maybe there's an achievement that I didn't get because I wasn't playing it on Steam. Who knows? That could be, yeah. And that's minute. I mean... Yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah, that's minute. There's not much to say about minute. It's a it's a cute game. Like, I enjoyed it. I'm happy we played it. Um, but there's, there's just not much to say about it. I recommend it if it's, like, on sale, which it probably is right now because it's the summer sales. Like, it's a game I would recommend picking up. I need to see what else is on sale. I haven't actually looked actively. Minute is, yeah, Minute is five bucks on Steam right now. Um, so you can afford to uh, to pay five bucks for a cute little game like this. And it is, it is as we said, like very tightly designed. There's clearly a lot of thought has gone into like exactly how much space you can traverse within one minute and like how the progression is supposed to go in kind of in terms of like what what increasing capabilities actually let you do. Um, the spaces are well designed, the collectibles feel good, it doesn't overstay its welcome. It's you know, it's like a it's a good little piece of design. I can see yeah. why this is like one half of Lambeer. Yeah. Some of the collectibles are God damn they're hard. Eh, I mean, like, I did have to look up a few at the end, for sure, but I didn't feel bad about it. Like, I felt like I found as much as I was going to find on my own on my first playthrough, and I felt no shame about looking up the others. Like, I don't think I would have figured out how to get the grinder without looking that up, That there was, or, or the, like, death room in the temple, either. So... Yeah, the grinder, like, it doesn't, like, show you that you need, like, to break boxes. There's one place where there is a box that's in your way, which by yeah. the end of the game, you would realize that, like, oh, there's no other way to come up from that area, so, like, yeah, how do I Yeah, I was I looking get... for a way to get to that area, rather yeah. than find a way to break boxes. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's more like you have to be in the room with the grinder and go like, hey, why is there this weird special box all the way in the corner here? I wonder what happens if I push it into the gears. Um, which it just, I guess it just didn't occur to me that that box was special or different in any way when I played it. Um, or else I probably would have tried that on my own. Um, but it's fine. As I say, I looked it up. I feel no shame for that. I don't know that I even noticed that box, which is... One of the problems, if you know your objective, you're so hyper-focused on getting it done within the time yeah, limit. Yeah, there is some tension between the uh, objective of the game in terms of you have to get a place in a minute, and the design of a game like this, which is about, like, exploring, like the a Legend of Zelda-style game, which is about, like, exploring the space. And there's a real tension between, like, wanting to explore but knowing you are on a very strict time limit. Yeah. That was kind of interesting. 
language. Right. But you know, it's well balanced, so you can kind of do a little bit of exploring and not like when you've accomplished your task for that round, basically, and you're like, "Oh, I have 25 seconds left and nothing to do. Let me just see what's over here." Or you go like, "Oh, wait, what's that?" Like one screen away from your house, and then you wasted like 10 seconds, and then you restart. Yeah. Yeah, so like it, it manages to straddle that that line and, and to sort of work within that tension in a way that feels less bad than I was expecting it to. I was yeah. like, ooh, this is probably going to be a problem because I'm going to want to like explore a bunch and do completionism things and I'm not going to be able to because of my time limit. But you kind of, like the game, the game doesn't make any false promises. Like pretty much if you can go somewhere, then there's something to find there with maybe the exception of, like, the infinite desert. Yeah, and also, like, you will never lose much progress. Yeah, exactly. Due to the nature of the game. Yeah, if you if you die before you get somewhere, it takes you less than a minute to get back there, because that's the rules. Yep. It works. So, yeah. Also, it, it makes a really good job of, like, keeping you engaged by just like well i can play like one more round yeah it's only a minute yeah like and you end up just like playing through it all yeah yeah i agree with what you said earlier that it's a very good one sitting game right like this is a, a good experience to like have some time in an afternoon and just sit down and play the whole thing Which, go go do. It's on sale. And even yeah. when it's not on sale, it's like 10 bucks. It's not that much money. Um, all right. Any other closing thoughts before we intro the next thing? Nope. Nope. All right. Kelsa, what are we playing next? We are uh, reattempting a past episode. Plus. So... A while back, we played um, the Haunted Island, a frog detective game, and the recording got messed up, so that episode did not happen. But now there is a second frog detective game called Frog Detective and the Case of the Invisible Wizard. So we are going to play both of those. Yeah, and they're like, what, like an hour each, I think? Or the first game was like an hour. (laughs) Yeah, they're like 30 minutes to an hour, maybe. Um both games by uh, Grace Bruxner. You can get them on Steam. They're like five bucks a piece right now. They're well, actually, the first one I think is like down to three fifty now, being on yeah. sale. And the one, uh, an Invisible Wizard, is like five bucks not on sale and four fifty now that it is on sale. So yeah, yeah. Final games. They're sweet and adorable. Uh, and- just yeah, the first one was like real precious. It's kind of like if you need to take half an hour to like take a breath and like detach a little bit and relax, these are perfect. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's been long enough that we since we played the first one that we feel like we can play it again. And we're eager to see what the second one is. The um Grace was at uh and uh, indicate or not indicate, um uh at PAX West in the Indie Mega Booth. 
Um, and it was, I was like super excited to see like, oh, hey, the Frog Detective sequel is here. Like, it's such a tiny game that it's, I don't know. It's good to see. And it had like a hell of a crowd around it too. Like I did not get close enough to like talk to her about her game because she was always surrounded by a lot of excited people. <laughs> she's made a lot of other stuff like on, on her itch page. Um, she's got a lot of other stuff that you can just get for free. There's uh, Alien Casino. There's um, like Bug Market and there's an underwater one. And they're all kind of the same tone, just like a little space to walk around in and little little guys to talk to. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited to to revisit this world because the characters were like heckin' charming last yeah. time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we just have to play Bioshock One and Two. Yeah. 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 No. <laughs> I, I I tried to play Bioshock. Uh, no, you mean One and Three because nobody played Bioshock Two. Um, Bioshock, uh, uh, a lot of people like Bioshock mm-hmm. 2. Yeah, I like Bioshock 2. Um, I tried to play Bioshock Infinite uh, at one point, but there was like, uh, it was it, it was too first person nauseousy for me, and I had to stop. Yeah. Was it the Skyhook or whatever the thing? I didn't the, the weird... get that far. It was just yeah. like in the beginning. Maybe there's like some settings I could have changed. I might go back and try it again at some point with like some ginger ale. But um, it, I mean, it could also just be the fact that it's like floating in the sky and that yeah gives you like an additional sense of vertigo. Maybe I don't know. I think I could see it has like a really weird FOE as well. Like yeah, I think that might be the case because it it felt odd when I started playing it, I'm like, something's wrong. Like, something feels wrong about moving around in this space, and I don't understand why. Um, so I might uh, I might just watch, like, I think Sean Plot played it, so I assume has a video of it somewhere. So maybe I'll just watch someone else play it. Yeah, that's probably fair. Um, for those who don't understand why we very suddenly transitioned to this topic, that's our other lost episode. <laughs> that's yeah. the other game that we played and talked about and then didn't, don't have the recording to show for it. Yep. And that's that's a big game to have lost an episode on as well. Yeah. Uh, the, Frog the Detective. Bioshock, that is. Yeah. The Frog Detective, not so much. Yeah. We When we lost that episode, we were like, oh, well... That was Whatever. a pretty short episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's a short game, it's fine. We could have lost a bigger one. Yeah. It's a pretty bad episode as well. I th- yeah. yeah, I think we were all pretty like tired and didn't have much to say. So I look, mean we probably gonna... still won't have much to say, but we'll be talking about two separate games at least. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we'll, and the we'll... Frog Shock was also much worse because we had a guest for that episode. Yeah. We'll 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 do Frog Detective again and we'll do it better this time. And yes. you won't know if we've done it better or not because you won't have a reference point. But <laughs> yep. trust us. Yep, you'll just have to take our word for it. And yeah, uh, yeah if you want to be a guest on an episode that doesn't get lost, uh, you can contact us. Yeah, you can get in touch with us on Twitter at FeedbackForce. Uh, you can also join our Discord. There will be a link on the Twitter because I link it every time. Yeah. You can uh, come be on an episode or just hang out and chat about yeah. games. Yeah, about how much you liked Minute. Yeah. Um, 
and how much how grateful you are to us for recommending uh, Frog Detective because you had never heard of it, and then you played it, and your your heart was warmed. Yeah, and it probably will be. Uh, and then you can also find me on Twitter at Kelso Time Bomb. Yep, and you can find me on Twitter uh, at Kyla underscore Go, uh, or the game that I worked on uh, at Wintermore TC. Uh, or you can buy Wintermore Tactics Club on Steam. We are also on sale with the Steam sale right now uh, for ten bucks, and we just released in like four different languages um, besides English. So you can play it in like Russian or Chinese if you want. Yeah, but hey. when when do you, are you gonna do Swedish? It's uh wasn't on our list of like highest demographic sales regions yeah. for, uh, <laughs> for yeah, game type. Um we're we're like really going back and forth uh on whether we should do Japanese. Because, like, high school slice-of-life games sell really well in Japan, but we're also not exactly the typical slice-of-life high school game, and we're, like, very, very specific in our jokes about, like, American culture and stuff. So, yeah, we weren't sure. We ended up not going with Japanese yet. If there's enough demand in the future, perhaps. But, yeah. Next step is consoles. First, we got to get the game out on consoles. But anyway, yes, yeah. that's uh, at Wintermore TC. Yeah, and you can follow me at Skog3. Yeah. I guess you can also um, go to twitch.tv slash cagetiger, spelled with a K, if you want to follow me on Twitch. Um, I don't stream a lot these days, but I have been streaming Subnautica. <laughs> so if you want to see at least one, probably at least two more attempts uh, at Subnautica, more if I really get into the game, uh, you can follow me on Twitch as well. Yeah, I have you follow. I don't know why I didn't get a notification. It was pretty late last night. I, I think I started at like 8 p.m. No, oh, eh. well, that's, I mean, that's early for me. Yeah. No, wait, that's late for me. Yeah. I lied. Maybe? I, I forgot how time zones were. Yeah, I think, I, I, yeah, I think it's earlier on our coast. Yeah. Yeah, that's, look, time doesn't matter. We We talked about this already. Yeah. So it's fine. I gotta say, I'm really tempted to leave the Subnautica label up and going like, go like, oh, first time playing Subnautica, come watch, and then just play Abzu instead. <laughs> that would and be, see if anybody gets real mad. That would be pretty good. It's, a, it's certainly a much more soothing game. <sighs> they show that underwater games can be like pleasant and not scary. Except for the part with the giant underwater pyramid machines. Yeah. And less uh, resource management for sure. Yeah. It's space. It's this, the Not having enough space in my inventory is what's been killing me. Like, I'm fine with collecting a bunch of things, and but, like, give me space to collect them. God, gosh dang it. Yeah, that is that is a problem. I would usually just go out and be like, okay, I'm going to collect scrap metal and only pick up scrap metal and then take yeah. it all back and process it. And that worked okay. But if you're just exploring around and you see something new, it's like... Yeah, I, I, I'm like one of the very first tunnels I went into, I found some gold and I failed to pick it up because my inventory was full. And then I had to leave because I was like almost dead of no oxygen. 
and so I never found it again. I've yet to find gold since. You'll get there. Yeah, you'll get there. Anyway, so that's yeah. the thing. And yeah. uh, thanks for listening to our pod. Play play the Frog Detective games, not to be confused with the Frog Fractions games, which are very different. Very different, yes. Frog Detective games. Yes. Um, and then come yeah. back in two weeks and talk about them. Talk about them before two weeks are up. Uh, talk about them in our, in our Discord with us, because we'd love some people to chat with us in our Discord. Yeah. And maybe even if you really feel like it, you can come on the next episode. Yeah. Yeah. We do like having some guests. Yeah. And I think that's the episode. I think we did it. All right. So Bye, thanks everybody. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye.